Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here for uh, your Elon Daily. This, uh, we're going to say, we're going to say, we're going to say it's Tuesday, May 7th. Tuesday, May 7th. And it should be a good day, you know, because I don't have to do jury duty today, you know. I did the call. They said, we don't need you. We don't even like you. You don't come today. Try again tomorrow. But for some reason, I'm feeling agitated. I'm feeling what we say here in the house as pissy. And I don't know why, but it's probably going to come through. But I just felt I should share that with you. I'm just, I have general agitation syndrome today. And it's not helped by people like Seeking Alpha, for example. Seeking out for our big time shorters of Tesla stock. Sometimes they actually, in their articles, say we are short Tesla stock and blah, blah, blah. And if you want to find negative press about Tesla, that's where you'll find it so much of the time. And they have got an article out right now, which is not necessarily wrong, but because they're always negative, it's hard to put it into perspective. But they're saying, you know, because of the investor meeting and Elon's going all in on autonomous driving, they're saying that Tesla has moved the goalpost again. The goalpost was Model 3 is going to be the thing that they're going to sell trillions of that'll make them a major manufacturer. That's where the profit's going to come from. Just let us get to Model 3 and Tesla's going to be fine. And here we are with Model 3 and Tesla isn't fine. Tesla just took $2.4 billion worth of cash so they can do the next thing. And now at the investor meeting, Elon's all about, like, it's about autonomy. Don't you get it? It's about autonomy. It's about autonomy. So that is both true and not true. Yes, it does feel like Tesla, once they could get up to five to 7,000 Model 3s a week, was going to be okay financially. And apparently they're not because, well, so far, that curve is a little, it's a little scary because maybe, maybe they can't sell that many cars with Europe and in America right now, because one of the big issues is getting the cars into Europe, because although in America they can get a couple more trucks to deliver, you can't get a whole bunch of new ships to deliver. So that's a problem. Now, this will be made much better when the Chinese Gigafactory gets up. But it is sort of true that it appears that, you know, they're moving the goalposts again. So the big thing that's really going to make Tesla this giantly huge company is not actually Model 3. It's autonomy in things like Model 3s, which will then produce a networks, which will then make each of these cars worth 250000 Now, there's no way they can sell those cars for 250000 but you get the idea that on a network over time, this car will be worth a lot. And so here in the US, you're going to get a lease of your Model 3 if you want, but you're not going to be able to take that back because they're going to put them all on the network. So they're now going all in on autonomy. So I think it's not unreasonable for people to be scratching their head like, okay, is this really the thing? Or is this just sort of pushing it down the, you know, the goalposts, uh, moving them around again? But just remember when you're listening to those, and I think it's important to read the negative stories as well as positive stories. Just know that Seeking Alpha is always a negative story, like 99.5% of the time. That seems to be their job. And Berkshire Hathaway's uh, Warren Buffett, I don't know if you've heard of Warren, I don't know, he's the second or third richest man in the world had a couple of things to say about Tesla in their earnings call. And he said a couple of things. First of all, is Tesla's sort of online ordering of cars really a threat to automakers? And he says, you know, not really. You know, everything is going on the internet and people want to buy stuff on the internet and that's good. But if you're a good auto dealer and you take care of your customers, there's a place for both of those types of selling 
in the market. So he doesn't think it's an existential threat to them. He was a little more, more cautious about the insurance program. He's like, uh, and let me summarize, that basically selling insurance is really hard. And other car manufacturers have tried it. GM has tried it, for example. And he should know how hard it is because Berkshire Hathaway owns Geico, which is one of the big insurance agents here, insurance companies here in the United States. And he says, look, uh, success in the insurance industry by car manufacturers is about as likely as insurance companies becoming really good at selling cars. It's just a very different business, very different skill set. And he's like, eh, I don't think Tesla should be involved with this. Uh, work out some deals with other people, but don't try, to, don't try and take this on yourself because it is much more difficult than it appears. So if I was Elon, and Warren Buffett seems to be a pretty reasonable, normal not crazy guy. I'd be listening to that, actually. Now, as we've talked here a lot, Tesla has some little rinky-dink issues with uh, the build quality, and it seems to get better over time. And we've talked about the fact that this is true with all new things, new lines, new cars, new uh, electronics, new anything. Tesla is trying to reduce that time that people you know, have to go to the service center and all that stuff as well. Well, here on Teslarati, this is by Salman Alvarez, they're reporting on a Model 3 owner that got a pop-up um, notice on his screen or her screen, and this is from a Reddit, and it says this, an unexpected condition has been detected with the power conversion system of your Model 3. A replacement part has been pre-shipped to your preferred Tesla service center. Please use your Tesla mobile app or your Tesla account to schedule a service visit or appointment now. So this is the idea which is now being implemented, that your car is going to check itself before it wrecks itself. (laughs) <laughs> oh, sorry. It's going to check itself and if it detects and if it detects problems like this, it is actually going to order the part and then send it to the service center near you and then you're going to be able to go down and get that fixed and hopefully in the future it'll just basically send it to the service center near you and they'll come out and fix it. This is actually kind of a big deal. First of all, you don't want things to break at the best of times. That would be great. That's the best way to um, not have to have service. But if they can continue to pull this off and these diagnostics are accurate, it's really a very clever way of doing it. I took a car in recently and I got it there and they're like, oh, you need part X and we don't get part X for uh, three days. So the car just had to sit there while part X came and then they put it in and then I got my car back. This is a way of circumventing that a little bit. I think it's a really, really positive thing. But of course, even better is that it not break, but all cars break. They really do have to fix the service centers. It's still here in Los Angeles. My local one is two weeks. And we keep hearing from across the world that the service center, you know, they take a long time, a lot of build quality issues, and they're trying to deal with this. So we've got delivery hell, service center hell, and production hell. Well, we've passed out of production hell. Delivery hell has basically gone here in the United States. It's now a European problem, but now service center hell. They're really going to be working on that this year. And finally for today, the SpaceX Cargo Dragon spaceship is getting really close to what's it called? The space station. It's got 2.5 tons of cargo on it and it's going to link up there and then it's going to take the poos and the wheeze and uh, bring it back to Earth as it were. And I know you're not supposed to say that, but that's what they're going to be bringing back. Sure, um, there's some other scientific instruments and things that they'll be bringing back as well, but I'm just really focused on the poos and wheeze from space. I know. Uh, Basically, I'm a child. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, the, the show is Elon Daily. It's part of the Talking Tesla podcast. Go on iTunes and give us a rating and review. I mean, how hard is that going to be? And I will speak with you in the morrow. Herbert out.